Hello and welcome to the Partners for Access Rare Disease Cell and Gene Therapy Weekly Roundup. I'm your host Aparna Krishnan. Every week we at Partners for Access bring to you the most important news developments in the orphan drug cell and gene therapy world and what they mean for you. Continuing on our two-part World Orphan Drug Congress special, this week Partners for Access managing partner Sophie Schmitz spoke to Diane Kleinemans, advisor to the Belgian federal government, on the origins and future of the Beniluxa initiative. We're joined today at the WIDC meeting by Diane Kleinemans, and um, Diane was one of the instigators of the Beniluxa agreement, so very happy to have you with us today. Can you tell me, Diane, tell us a bit about your, your role and your background? So I am a medic, uh, I'm a physician as background. Uh, I first worked as clinician for about 10 years. Then I joined the industry where I work mainly in early development, mm-hmm. uh, being in charge of a phase one unit and also doing a lot of phase two study. And then um, not only in Belgium, but also abroad in the UK, in Switzerland and France. And then I come back to Belgium where I joined uh, the RISIF, uh, which is the authority in charge of uh, reimbursement and uh, 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 social security uh, for the country, where I did work as internal expert, being in charge of uh, the evaluation of uh, the reimbursement dossier for new medicine. Mm-hmm. And no, recently, when I say recently, is uh, already four years ago. <laughs> Uh, I joined the cabinet of the Minister of Public Health and Social Security as advisor, where I'm mainly in charge of uh, dossier related to clinical trial, but also uh, human body material, and also one interesting and important, exciting dossier for me is uh, the Beneluxa Initiative. Excellent. So can you, we're very familiar with the Beneluxury uh, initiative, but maybe some of our listeners won't be. Could you explain that briefly? What is it? Actually, um, the Beneluxury initiative is um, an initiative to um, stimulate the collaboration between uh, various member states uh, to do various things together. Uh, but uh, the main objective is to provide an early access uh, to innovative medicine and in particular orphan drug um, to all the patients. Uh, and this in a way that is sustainable for our social security system. So uh, within that collaboration, there are four principal domain of collaboration. The first one is a system of horizon scanning that uh, we are setting up. We are also sharing information on our policy or objective and so on. Uh, We do joint HTA for the selected molecule based on the horizon scanning. And at the end of it, when we have a, a common assessment uh, and a common opinion with regard to the added value of uh, the molecule that was assessed or the product that were assessed, we can start joint negotiation with the company uh, involved uh, in order to have uh, the better and the, also a fair price and a better condition for the patient. That's our objective. It's a, it's a very ambitious uh, initiative. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about some of the successes you've had so far. 
Um, I will say there are certainly success in the domain of uh, horizon scanning. Mm -hmm. We have developed a, a methodology with the help of uh, the Center of Excellence in Belgium. Uh, we are now creating a sort of a international society to set up that system and the system itself will be launched uh, at the beginning of next year. Uh, our, our great success is that, uh, the success of the initiative, I will say, in the sense that, uh, okay, Benelux uh, um, is today five countries, there are five members, but with regard to the horizon scanning, we have uh, about 15 or 16 countries which are interested and not only European country. there are some countries from outside of uh, the EU. That's one big success. I think the, the other big success is the, the number of uh, joint HTA that we have performed uh, until now with different methodology. It's about uh, 15 that we have done until now, which I think is quite good. And they are used, which is also important. Uh, when you compare with UNETA, the use of it is relatively limited uh, and they have not done so, so much uh, assessment together. And certainly we have done two joint negotiations. The first one did not lead to a reimbursement, but we don't see it as a failure. First, we demonstrate that it was possible to do it together, which is very important, but also it was sending a signal uh, to the industry that we want fair price. Mm. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily the lowest price, but a fair price. Mm -hmm. um, the second one, um, that was this year, um, lead to um, an agreement and a reimbursement at the same time in, in various countries. So that was a real success for us. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. And I can imagine with five countries, it's it's quite challenging to, to get some common ground. So what are some of the challenges that you've experienced with the Benelux agreement so far? They are different challenges. Um, the first one is that uh, at present, we want to comply with the, the national regulation of each country. And that in itself is a challenge mm -hmm. because we are not aligned. Yeah. So we need to find a way to harmonize. What is very important is, is certainly the communication before to start the, 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 the assessment or uh, so that we align our agenda. Uh, we discuss about what is the common objective, what do we want to achieve, but we have also uh, a lot of communication with the company which is involved so that they know exactly what to expect, uh, what will be the calendar. Uh, this is very important. So one of the challenges, as I say, is the fact that we are not aligned with regard to legislation, um, but also the language for the assessment uh, is a challenge. We have no Dutch, French, uh, German and English within the, 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 the coalition. Um, and we have to comply with all our local regulation, which means that for most of the country, the assessment must be done in the local language. So 
that's also a challenge. In Belgium, we have now recently, when I say recently, it's at the end of the October, uh, a new law which allows us uh, to do it in English in the framework of the Beneluxa. So that means that the company will be able to submit their dossier in English and we will be, be authorized to write the dossier in English, the assessment in English too. So that's already one, one small step. Uh, so that's certainly a challenge. Um, at present, I will say that it's probably more time consuming than a, a standard national assessment because there are all these adjustments that are required. Excellent. Sounds like you're going to have a busy time ahead. Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us, tell us a little bit about this conference. What are you hoping to see today? Um, the first... The first reason why I am present here is because I had to do, I have to do two presentations. I did yep. one yesterday. Uh -huh. I was part of a panel uh, around the um, AU proposal for HTA and uh, scientific advice. Mm -hmm. So I was part of the panel. And today I will do a presentation about Beneluxa. <laughs> so that's why I'm here. But uh, the, the second reason, which for me is important, it's uh, a great opportunity uh, to meet people, discuss with them and exchange with them, uh, hear about new ID and things like that. That's very important. Uh, I think all the countries are presently facing the same challenge mm -hmm. uh, at the level of the authority. It's, uh, oh, shall we face all these budget challenge? Um, we need to find new solution with uh, the new therapy coming, such as the gene therapy, cell therapy, uh, which could be a, a very high lump sum at the, at the very beginning, we have to find new way for payment and reimbursement. Mm -hmm. And so having the opportunity to meet other people from other countries who have other ID, uh, this is very useful. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you. Recently, the European Parliament voted on amends to the Health Technology Assessment Regulation. P4A's Christina Potion analyzed the key areas of joint clinical assessment and scientific consultations and their implications for manufacturers in a briefing document. Read more at Partners for Access website. That's it for this week. For more news and analysis, go to our website www.partnersforaccess.com. Subscribe to our podcast from iTunes or wherever you get your podcast and do share your thoughts in the comments section. Thank you for listening. See you next week.